Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm delighted to be with you on this gorgeous April 26th. I hope it is as beautiful where you are as it is in Charleston, South Carolina. The sun is shining and May is creeping upon us. So we are definitely uh, into spring and moving towards summer. And as we move into a time that, at least for me, feels more expansive, more open than ever before, uh, more free than ever before, it's time to start looking at how you might tap into greater connection, a greater sense of your energy, and a way to know that it's not just you here, that you have a whole league of unseen beings that are here to support you always, along with those that are seen. You know, it's always interesting. I think one of the greatest things that we each want is to be seen, heard, and acknowledged. And today's guests are going to bring a little bit of that insight in. It's quite an interesting and exciting show because we're going to be talking about the unseen. We're going to be talking about angels and psychic mediums and how to connect with the intuition and guidance that we're looking for through uh, an oracle deck called the Angel Quest Oracle. But we're also going to be speaking with the artist of that deck And she creates portraits. And so to be seen in that kind of way, to be seen as a human being, to be seen as a soul, is another whole dimension to this conversation. So I'm very excited to dive in. Psychic medium and author Karen No and portrait and fine artist Marie Antoinette Kelly have joined together to create Angel Quest Oracle, a heavenly divination card deck and guidebook. And this deck was created to enhance direct communication between you and your angels, because as you invoke those in the heavenly realms, you'll receive accurate, uplifting messages to help you understand the steps you need to take to move forward in life. You all know that 1111 began because I began seeing 1111 25 to 30 times a day, which was bizarre at the time it was happening for me. And we see signs, symbols, and synchronicities in a multitude of ways. And they are here to guide us, to commune with us, to excite us and inspire us. And so I can't imagine having two more wonderful guests on. Karen Noah is a renowned psychic medium, spiritual counselor, and healer with a two-year waiting list for appointments and consultations. She's the author of several books, and the Angel Quest Oracle is her first Oracle deck. She's also the founder of the Angel Quest Center, where she teaches classes, gives readings, and practices alternative healing. And you can listen to her on the Angel Quest radio show that she has by going to HudsonRiverRadio.com. Uh, you can find out more about Karen No at KarenNo.com. Marie Antoinette Kelly is an award-winning artist who has done hundreds of portraits and whose work is well-known through Montana. Her art has been featured in local magazines and newspapers, and uh, she began selling her artwork in the form of woven blankets throughout Yellowstone National Park, and you can find out more about her at Make Fine Art. But without further ado, I'd love to welcome you both, Karen and Marie Antoinette, to 1111 Talk Radio. It's a pleasure to have you here. 
Hi there. Thank you so much for having us on. Thanks, Simran. It's wonderful to be here. Well, it's a delight. I think people are really intrigued by card decks. They have become more and more common in uh, the personal growth and spiritual fields. And uh, they're often gone to for the guidance, particularly when individuals are feeling at a place of a crossroads or confusion. Uh, Sometimes they become part of a daily practice. Sometimes they are that piece of hope that people hang on to as they move forward in life. And sometimes they inspire us to be creative and more expansive in our own lives. Karen, I'd love to know for you, particularly because you are someone that many, many people come to when they're uh, having their challenges and their problems. They often go to individuals that are mediums or people that can bring guidance. I'd love to know how you see uh, Oracle decks really supporting individuals and how we can really frame them to be the most empowering type of tool possible in a way that people don't just become dependent on them or use them in a way where they shrink back from their power? Right. Well, wonderful question. The, the most important thing to realize is that everyone has angels, whether we know it or not. And I've been teaching these classes for many years Um I know without a doubt that life continues after the physical body dies, but this is a, a subject in itself. The spiritual essence of who we are continues. Now, there are angels as well. They are separate from deceased loved ones. We all can communicate with our loved ones, with the angels, and so forth. So the people who come to see me often, you know, I love giving them messages, but my purpose is to empower everyone to do what I do and they can do it themselves. And an angel oracle deck is the perfect way to do that, to call upon the angels, ask them what they need to know for the day, or for they, have, they may have a question, and just ask the angels. It's amazing how this works. You put your energy on the card, and sometimes the cards just fly right out of the deck. You don't want to depend upon the cards. You have all the intuition you have within you, But if you want a a little extra boost from your angels, just take out the angel oracle deck and it'll confirm what you already know. That's what I think. That's beautiful. You know, I think that we live in a really distracted society and our attention span has become so limited that I think they say now that particularly on social media, if you don't catch people within the first three seconds, they're gone. And, and yeah. that's a really, really short attention span. And so presence is a really powerful place that we all have to return to. And when individuals are using spiritual tools and different types of things like divination decks, like your Angel Quest Oracle, what would you say in terms of um, when individuals choose the card, when they read the description that's within the guidebook that comes with the card, because of our short attention span, what is the practice or the process after that? Is it something that just as a couple of minutes, is it something that we need to remind ourselves throughout the day? What is the very best way to really get the, the full experience and the juice out of the guidance that we have been given? So I would say that when they receive the, whatever card they select, It means something for them at this very moment. And to take that information and what does it mean to you? It may not all be covered in the guidance book. You know, I just, I I wrote the book, you know, 
in a general form what that what it would mean. But when I'm teaching my uh, people who come to see me how to do an angel oracle reading, I say, what does this mean to you? How can you work on, say, they pick the forgiveness card? How can you work on forgiving your loved ones? You know, try to see through their eyes why they did what they did. And then I go into more detail on that. So it's not just the card itself. It's living the card, what the meaning is, whether it is uh, the wisdom card, the courage card, and so forth. What do you think, Marie Antoinette? I agree. I I feel that um, most of the time when you draw on a card, like you said before, you're dealing with hardships or challenges in life, but the feeling generally is that you're stuck. And as you read the card or you see the image, I feel it gets you unstuck. It just puts you back in the flow. It might open some angle, which is what I like to uh, refer to as an angel, an angle of your consciousness that then begins to put you back in the flow of your life and the flow of the opportunities that are presented to you that day so that um, the card was really that impetus for you to get going again and find your power and your contribution. So it really brings the presence back towards oneself, but perhaps uh, at another level than where they might be vibrating or might be thinking. It helps to uplift them simply by seeing the image or reading the word or hearing the guidance from the book and then enhancing the intuitive nature of themselves. Yeah. Perfectly said. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. The connection is back. So, Marie Antoinette, you are a portrait artist. You um, you have drawn quite a few really beautiful images that are on these cards. And I would imagine someone that does that level of artistry, that it's a profound experience to look at someone and really capture their essence, to not just capture their image, but to capture their essence and, and something that goes beyond that. Tell me what that experience is like. And what that does for another individual to really be able to be seen from another person's eyes. Oh, thank you for asking. Yes, I agree. It's a very profound experience. For me, I've had a very um, spiritual bend all my life. And for me, it is really training myself to see uh, through the eyes of God, like the way God would see a person, which is that unconditional loving place. So I tend to, when I have to draw a person, I tend to look uh, first, um, you know, at face value, to see kind of the burdens on their shoulders or sometimes in their eyes or in their face. And very often when I draw a portrait of a person, I actually end up shifting those burdens. I actually end up praying over them when I'm when I'm drawing them. And it's not anything official or through any particular formula, but just basically taking them into my heart and, and try and bring them as much um, love and happiness through the, the creation of the portrait as I can, you know, send them. And that is usually... Uh, gratifying both for me and for the person because that healing um, affects the both of us, I feel like. It brings us closer and the person is usually very moved by seeing themselves um, radiant. Like the steps in my portrait that are most meaningful for me are usually the last steps and it can take me as long um, to do the eyes and to get the expression in the eyes as it can take me for the entire uh, face or the entire portrait because that's very much what what we all know is that it's the window to the soul. And once I touch that, I feel like I can touch their soul. And if I can touch their soul, then I feel the portrait is successful. I think that that's one thing that I recognized within the cards, the, the eyes in the different faces, and then also the smiles. They, they feel very 
very joyful, very, um, very present, very ethereal. So I really appreciated that about the cards. Karen, Karen, also in regard to you and, and when you are working with someone as a psychic medium or you're sitting with someone in any type of teaching or spiritual counseling, to assist a person in being able to see themselves, to be literally their angel on earth at that time, uh, how do you go about doing that and then leading them to a place where they can establish the trust within their own intuition, where they can actually stretch out a little bit to start to see that they have this ability to, to connect? Oh, it's a wonderful question. I always say everyone can connect with angels. We all have angels, just like everyone can play the piano, if you have fingers and hands. <laughs> but, you know, some people could play great masterpieces. Other people can play just scales. The same it is with connecting with angels and deceased loved ones. And you have all, they, they're trying to connect with us as much as we want to connect with them. We need to quiet our thoughts, quiet our voice, so we can tap into source energy. I do that every morning. I wake up at 4.45 every morning. I'm not telling everybody to do that. I know that's very early, but <laughs> in order to connect every day, I, I heard you, Marie Antoinette. <laughs> 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 I have an artist schedule. Um, I don't go to bed until like one. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Mm. But um, I think that's the key is to quiet your thoughts so you can hear theirs. And we all have the ability, and I tell everyone that we are all miracle workers. The only difference is that the ones who do create the miracle work, the miracles are the ones who realize that they are miracle workers. That's it. It's just the knowing and to empower yourself and to get rid of all doubt, to trust in the ability to connect with these angelic beings. Because in reality, they, they're not separate from you at all. They are a part of you. And we are all one with everyone and everything. And that includes God, the angels, deceased loved ones, and so forth. I love how you brought in your practice um, to help individuals understand at least an example of what you do. And everyone will do it in a different way. When using the Angel Quest Oracle deck, is there a time of preparation of oneself? Is there a certain amount of vibrational work or, or prayer or anything that uh, should take place prior to calling in the angels to assist and to really making sure that you're pulling exactly the correct message for you? Yes. Yeah, so I'd like to quiet myself beforehand and then make sure I'm in a good place. I feel, you know, I feel the angels around me. Then what I do is I take the angel deck and I put my energy on first before I do that, I stand the deck over my heart chakra as well as over my third eye chakra, and I just I set the intention of uh, connecting with the angels and receiving perfect information from them. And then I put my, my energy on each and every card, shuffle the deck, and I say, what does this person need to know right now? And the, the card usually jumps out. <laughs> it really does. It's incredible. And when I've done this in the middle of classes, they're all impressed because I said, it's not me. You can do this. And that's the, the greatest part of the, the angel oracle deck. Any angel oracle deck is that you can do it. It's not just Karen Noe or Marie Antoinette Kelly. Everyone can do it. And that's the best part. Yes, I had that experience as well. The cards do just jump out. Yeah. Mer 
Marie Antoinette, what is you brought in? You know that you're the artist and you stay up till one, and so your practice style is going to be different (laughs) according to your spirituality. (laughs) Just to give my audience uh, an example of how we can all do this differently, talk about your spiritual practice and how do you use the Angel Quest Oracle deck? Um, Well, I've um, lived the whole life of the spiritual practice, and I noticed that it's always changing. And right now, I feel the last several years, I feel I'm very much in a flow where. There isn't a formal practice anymore, and it's just basically every minute of every day when I feel some sort of connection. Um, I, I'm very blessed to live at the northern boundary of Yellowstone Park in the middle of the mountains with the snow peaks and just a gorgeous environment. So it's rather easy to stay in that place where you just feel the beauty all around you rather than a busy inner city. But um, as I mentioned before, I really feel that this angel deck is is the ingredient to help you stay in that flow. And unlike what Karen said, I do agree with that. If you, um, you know, quiet yourself or make it a formal moment, I have used it many times where I, I didn't have any time and I'm just, you know, almost like in that chaos out of which you create and I just pull a card. And I find that even in that moment, it works because it addresses whatever energy I find myself in. And if it happens to be scattered energy, then it will address that with the card. But if it's a deep, quiet, meditative energy, then it tends to go to that place. So I find it a very responsive deck. And, and that was actually quite amazing to me because having put the energy into the, the images and then having seen Karen really craft the right messages, we thought it would be something But uh, when we created and put it together. But it's taken on a life of its own beyond what we put into it. And I found that rather startling and, and really exciting, actually, when I started using it. Beautiful. Yes, one of the cards I, that I, I wanted. Oh, I just may I add one more thing? Yes. Um, when you asked me before, what do I do? What we need to do, not just me, but we all do. We need to be more on par with the energy of the angels. We need to raise our vibration so that we will better be able to connect with them. You know, practice forgiveness, become more compassionate, pray and meditate daily, see through the other person's eyes, and so forth. And when you live in that way you're resonating in the same frequency as the angels, and then the messages are more on par with what they are saying to us. My My guests today are psychic medium and author Karen No and portrait and fine artist Marie Antoinette Kelly. They have joined together to create the Angel Quest Oracle, a heavenly divination card deck and guidebook. I invite you to go find out more about both of these beautiful beings, you can go to KarenNo.com, that's KarenNoe.com, and you can go to MakeFineArt.com uh, to connect with Marie Antoinette Kelly. These links are also in the bio descriptions on the show page. We'll be right back with more of the Angel Quest Oracle right after these messages. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset. 
Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more? More joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships? more empowered community, greater fulfillment, and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and they have a special offer for 1111 Talk Radio listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com forward slash 11 and spell out the word 11. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You're matched in under 48 hours. Now, this is not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online, and there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You end up logging into your account. You can send a message to your therapist at any time. You get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule your sessions, and these can be video sessions or phone sessions. How wonderful you don't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit their website and read their testimonials. They're posted daily. You can also go to BetterHelp and see the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Again, that special offer, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com. That's H-E-L-P. And don't forget, forward slash 11 at the end to get that 10%. That's betterhelp.com forward slash 11 and spell out the word 11. Relationships take work, and the most important one you can have in your life is your relationship with yourself. Check out BetterHelp. I also want to mention that I have my new book series releasing this year. The first one is already out. It's called Living, 
The Seven Blessings of Human Experience. This is a multidimensional guidebook that allows you to release your anxiety, depression, angst about life, and understand why the experiences that are showing up are here to help you achieve greater presence and personal power. There are moments in the human journey where it can feel like an uphill climb with both ordinary and extraordinary circumstances. And within these books are some incredible insights and a multidimensional grid that will show you how intricately beautiful life is and how every circumstance of your life is actually being used for a greater good to balance the energies, not only in your life, but in our planet. Living the Seven Blessings of Human Experience, released in February, and I hope you'll pick up a copy. This is not a book to read quickly. It is unlike any book you'll ever pick up. I only want you to read a few lines, a paragraph, and at most a page daily. You can read other books while you're reading Living. This is meant to be something that is soul medicine, and it will work within you if you just give yourself a sip of it a day, just like hot tea. The second book in the series is Being, The Seven Illusions That Derail Personal Power, Purpose, and Peace. That is available for pre-order, and it will be releasing at the end of May. It is a book that helps you understand the multidimensional aspect of you that is the animal, the shadow, even the monster inside of us. We all have one, and when we start to embrace and love that side of us too, we can help alleviate some of the conditions that are showing up in our outside world, individually and collectively. So allow these books to be a state of communion, a place where you can fully embrace all of yourself and rise to a higher octave. Just as Karen No stated, when you pick up the Angel Quest Oracle deck, the cards are going to pop out. They're going to give you the message that you require. And before the show, I decided to pull a few cards. Well, let me tell you, one of them that popped out was trust. The angels are encouraging you to keep the faith. Just like a holy chalice, you are being filled with an infinite flow of divine energy. Everything you desire or need is effortlessly flowing to you. Trust in this magnificent energy of the universe and have no more fear. No matter what you are experiencing now, the angels want you to know that whatever it is that you desire is coming to you. The universe is supporting you and will guide you as to what steps to take next to make everything work out perfectly. Pay attention to your inner guidance. Listen to those suggestions from others that resonate with you. Allow enough time to pass that will enable your dream to bloom. The whole time, know that a perfect outcome is in the works. The angels will guide you to the greatest possible outcome in every choice you make. Continue to trust that the universe is in control. Seize the bigger perspective and knows what is best for you. Be willing to let go of limiting beliefs that have not worked out for you in the past. The angels are also showing you the importance of trusting relationships. They are telling you to steer away from anyone who has continually broken your trust and hurt your heart. Choose instead to remain with those who are loyal to you and love you unconditionally. This is from the guidebook that is created by Karen No. The artwork on the card is by Marie Antoinette Kelly. It's a beautiful, angelic young woman holding a chalice, and her eyes and her smile are just radiant. I need to correct the website for Marie Antoinette Kelly. It is makfineart.com if you'd like to find out more, and karenno.com is where you can find out more about Karen. Karen, I'd love to talk about that card, Trust. I think that one of the greatest life 
lessons slash experiences that we all have is learning to trust. And it's not only learning to trust ourselves, but learning to trust others, learning to trust life, learning to trust spirit. Because I think so often our early childhood experiences or things that happen in the world can kind of place that on shaky ground. Talk a little bit about how uh, you were able to trust in your own guidance, trust in your communications from the angels, and build that trust with your own intuition. Because I think so often individuals second-guess whether they're getting an intuitive guidance or not. Sure. That's a great question. It really all began with me. I've always been able to trust. I've always been able to feel the angels. Um, But about 25 years ago, I was going through a very difficult time in my life. And I just sat at the edge of my bed and I yelled at God and the angels. And I said, am I going to be okay? And with that, I saw a light that came towards me from the other side of the room. And as it was coming towards me, I said, if you're not of God, please leave. Now, of course, 25 years later, I know everything is of God. You know, everything is of God, but we'll talk about that if you wish in, the, in a minute. But uh, as I said that, it continued to come towards me and eventually enveloped me. And I felt like everything was gone, all the negativity and all the, um, I, I just knew, I knew that the angels were with me. And after that period of time, I, you know, everything got better for me and I started to receive messages from the angels and deceased loved ones. I did it reluctantly. I didn't want people to think I was not in my right mind, but I saw the peace that it, that it brought to people. Um, to trust, I mean, it's easier to trust when you actually have this type of experience. People say that to me all the time. Well, if I had that experience, I would be able to trust too. But I assure you, I wouldn't be saying this if I didn't know it to be true, that we do have angels with us. We have everything to gain and nothing to lose. You know, we have to keep the faith and know it. It's different from believing in the angels and believing in God. It's knowing, and that's a big difference. And that's, you know, you get that trust, you get that faith by quieting your thoughts. So it's not you, it's not ego. It's you're tapping into source to the angels, and you just know it to be so. It's not what somebody else tells you. It's what you know. Yeah, I had to chuckle when you talked about you yelling at God because that's what happened to yeah. me when the eleven eleven started. Really? I yelled at God, so I don't know, <laughs> if, you know if that's really the path that we have to tell everyone to do. But it oh, certainly does release something, doesn't it? I yelled at God and oh. said, "Please give me a sign, anything. Just make this pain stop, or take me out of here, or give me some reason why all this is happening." And that's when my eleven eleven started. So there obviously is some type of release that has to happen in us, a, a type of surrender to even being so. open yes. to that, right? I mean, yes. that's how that came Absolutely. to you and you were open enough to see it and, uh, and also to me. I'd love for you to go into a little further about that distinction between believing and knowing. What does that feel like, mm. look like, okay. mean? I love your questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Believing is what somebody else tells you. They tell you this is what the way it is and so forth, and you have to just believe it. Knowing it, there's no question. I know I'm speaking to you right now on the phone. I don't believe it. Um, how do I put that into words? It's just you surrender, as you said before. You just, you just know it, 
And with that type of faith, you could create miracles in your life. You don't, um, in other words, okay, let's talk about the law of attraction. That's a little different, but people trying to manifest things, they're, they're trying to manifest something that they desire. But if they can't assume the feeling of their wish fulfilled, they cannot manifest whatever they're trying to create. And that's what I'm saying. We have to assume the feeling of trusting in order for more things to happen in your life. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it sounds like a divine confidence. It sounds like a level of that's confidence it. where you really are anchored in in everything, not wishful thinking, not hoping, not that's seeing it. the power outside right. of you, but really a divine confidence that you are aligning with that. Um, and, yeah. you know, I... I'd love to pose this question to you as well, Marie Antoinette, because I would think that people coming in front of you, there's a level of trust that has to be there for an individual to allow another individual to paint them. That's a really intimate experience. And I don't know whether you do it with them in person or whether you do it from a photograph, but I would still think there's a level of trust that's involved there. And there would have to be a level of trust within you a knowing within you that you really are going to capture their essence and their soul. Can you give me your perspective on trust and also the distinction between believing and knowing? Um, sure. It's a very big topic, obviously. And what it comes to my mind is that I started my life more as a scientist and investing a lot in my rational mind and understanding and coming up with facts and then learning material. And as I discovered that I was an artist, that very journey started with just listening to the clues that were planted in front of me. And in this case, my neighbor um, was moving and she gave me a video cassette and she goes, hey, you're homeschooling your um, girls. Would you like to have this? And the video cassette said, yes, you can draw. And I was like, sure, I'll take that. And I actually never watched the video, but that statement unlocked the memory inside of me that when I was a teenager, I used to draw. And so I picked up my pencil again, and that was the beginning. This past portrait started flooding out of me. And um, that in itself wasn't something my rational mind could really get at. And that is when I really feel like I switched over. One of the ingredients that I can tell that really switched me over to living from a place of trust is to to not not use the rational mind, but to bypass it to that place of inner knowing that we were talking about. And for me, that place of inner knowing is more, on the one hand, the right brain, which is the intuitive, colorful, creative um, side, but also the one that feels everybody and 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 the, that element of oneness with other people, but also um, just just stepping into. The, the clues that are put in front of you without overanalyzing them and then, and then trusting that they are there to add meaning and to give you direction, um, whether they come from within your own inspiration or are planted there by angels or the other people on your path. It's that for me creates the flow that I'm on a journey that, that brings the meaning. Beautiful. Beautiful. Karen, does a person have to believe in angels for angels to help them? Nope, they're there anyway, whether you believe in them or not. So um, I would say to, you have everything to gain and nothing to lose by calling upon the angels and see what happens. Your life will change, I promise you. And like you were receiving the signs of the 11-11, I call that a without a doubt sign, something that continues to happen to let you know that they're with you. Um, so if, you don't, if you're skeptical and you're not sure about the angels or God or whatever, you say, okay, angel. Give me a sign to let me know that you're with me. 
And then it's important to be patient and wait. And the sign will happen when you least expect it. And like you, it just kept coming at you, 11-11, 11-11, 11-11, until you could not discard this information. You knew they were with you. And But our doubt does get in the way. And I, I, I went on the road several years ago, and I, I did a one-woman show, and I would get up on stage and I would talk to people about the signs coming because my first book was called conversations with the universe and it had everything to do with the signs that kept coming. Uh And I would do this piece where I would talk about, you know, asking for a sign and individuals would get that sign, but then they would say, well, I don't know if that's really the sign. Give me one more sign. And then they wouldn't, they would doubt that (laughs) one. And they would say, well, just give me one more sign. So talk a little bit about, you know, again, not testing spirit in that way, but really getting more into a place of rooting once you get it. Well, first of all, I would call them without a doubt signs, uh, something that normally wouldn't happen. So it wouldn't be a bird that just is in the tree. It would be a bird that lands on you or screams at your window, slams its head. I've had, <laughs> I've had crazy signs here. A bird can continue to bang its head against the window and, and things like that. Things like that normally wouldn't happen. Um, I know you just asked me something else, and I'm going off on <laughs> what, what was the question. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're going right right in line with what it was. It was about it was about needing the repeated sign, like not trusting yeah. and holding on to what is showing up as the answer, as the right. response. Right. But some things you cannot discard, like when you continue to see the eleven eleven, and when I, I have crazy stories I could share with you know about my what happens to my clients and myself from deceased loved ones and the angels, you cannot say that it's just a coincidence. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about without a doubt signs, you know, without a doubt. Um, I don't know. You'll be in the middle of nowhere and you'll smell their perfume or. Coming up, you keep finding pennies or feathers over and over, and you talk about your loved one, give me a sign, you turn on the radio, and it's their song or the message that you need to hear at that particular moment. Take it as a sign. And once you do, they'll give you more signs. If you ignore the signs, they'll stop, you know? So, And I'm not saying take everything as a sign either. It's not just any penny on the ground. It's a, If you find a tenant each day, I would say that's a sign. You know, if you continue to look up at the clock and it's eleven eleven, that's a sign, and so forth. There are multiple beautiful messages within this card deck. So many um, amazing images, gorgeous faces, and the coloring. And as you choose your own card from the Angel Quest Oracle, you'll receive that authentic communication that you are looking for that can inspire your own intuition. One of the other cards that was pulled or actually jumped out was authentic communication. Archangel Gabriel is urging you to speak your truth. Your higher self is yearning for you to express yourself on matters of the heart, but you are holding back out of fear of judgment or ridicule from others. Keep these matters hidden inside as hindered your higher calling. Archangel Gabriel is giving you the courage to speak up about these important issues. He's encouraging you to communicate freely and honestly about what you feel and believe. While assisting you with the proper words to express your thoughts, he is giving you the strength to say things that have kept you locked inside. As you continue to speak more authentically, your healthy relationships will be transformed and get even stronger, while your relationships with those who are totally closed off to you and what you have to say will diminish 
Instead of being a people pleaser, you will honor and respect yourself and you will feel so much freer and more fulfilled. This is from the guidebook of the Angel Quest Oracle, written by Karen No and illustrated by Marie Antoinette Kelly. Whether you choose to pull a daily reflection card or perform a more detailed card reading for yourself or others, the Angel Quest Oracle will guide you through it all. Karen No is a renowned psychic medium, spiritual counselor, and healer. With a two-year waiting list for appointments and consultations, find out more at KarenNo.com. Marie Antoinette Kelly is an award-winning artist who has done hundreds of portraits and whose work is well-known throughout Montana. Check out her work at makfineart.com. We'll be right back with more of Karen and Marie Antoinette right after these messages. Do you want more? More joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships? more empowered community, greater fulfillment, and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. I think much of our lives we accumulate so much to ultimately realize that we have to return to innocence, that we have to bring back our perception and our experience of playfulness and an understanding that this world really is a wondrous, amazing, magical place. But that only comes when we're looking at it through innocence. There's a beautiful card of innocence within the Angel Quest Oracle deck. 
that says the angels are advising you to embrace the wholesome qualities of your childhood. Sit back and observe how young children are able to experience joy in any given moment. They don't worry about what others think of their actions and are unafraid to embrace anything that makes their hearts sing. That is so true, and it's a place I think that we all need to be with what we have experienced in the world in the last few years, what we see in front of us going on right now, to come from a place of innocence and curiosity as we move into knowing that we not only play with the people on the planet, but we also play with the angels and the unseen to create a new world experience of aliveness for ourselves and others each and every day. My guests today are Karen No and Marie Antoinette Kelly, and they have come together to create the Angel Quest Oracle. It is a beautiful card deck uh, for your divination, and uh, not only are the words wonderful and exactly the words that will support you in your own spiritual process and expansion, but the images are absolutely gorgeous and will bring about feeling and sensation within you as you look them. So definitely pick up your copy to make it part of your practice and your guidance ritual as you move forward. Marie Antoinette, I'd love to hear your take on signs in terms of, you did mention the one about the uh, the sign of, of um, you can draw, and that's one of those subtle ways that we bring back something that we knew. But anything that you'd like to add about signs, and specifically what I would love to know is, when you are creating art, particularly a portrait, how are you changed by the experience of each individual, and how is the individual changed by the experience? Well, thank you for asking. Yes, um, the, your questions just wake up my mind to a level of complexity that I have a hard time remembering all the things at once that I want to say. <laughs> but you were mentioning that people have uh, or you know, read their signs, but then they want one more sign and one more sign. And I recognize that in myself, but I've been able to uh, kind of identify it now as an overactive left brain. I do see a little bit my mind in in terms of the left brain and the right brain, each having a role. And, and then I go to that Buddhist teaching that, you know, life, the middle way is the way to really out um, navigate through the suffering and the attachments and to just stay in that place of balance. And, and a sign, looking for a sign for me is usually an invitation to go back to that place of balance and the very act of wanting to have more signs and more signs. And yet one more is, is an indication that you've let go of that place of trust in that, that middle way where you breathe out a little bit, take the sign in front of you and trust it. And we talked about all these ingredients already, but very much that, that dance of, of um, listening and then acting is where the balance is. And I think the card that kind of uh, with the images that we put into it and the words helps you um, be in that dance to get back to the flow and to let go of any, you know, hang-ups or feelings of stuckness, to go back to just experimenting with what's in front of you in, a, in an invitation, to a curiosity a little bit. And I don't oh, think I answered the second question, but... Um, oh, that's wonderful. I love what you shared, and that was yeah. so profound, because I think okay. a lot of people do get caught in their heads, and uh, they go to that left brain and, and want to keep checking. So I love the fact that you said... You know, when we keep asking you to give me another, give me another, give me another, it is a place where we're stepping away from uh, the areas of trust. I, but I, I would know say, we have. Make sure to say, uh, I'm sorry, make sure to Go say ahead. without a doubt sign instead of just a sign, and then you won't ask again. Because <laughs> you get a crazy uh, time. There you go. Yes, that clarity is important. We have to be clear on what we're asking in order to get the clarity 
of the response. I, I agree with that. You said something, Karen, earlier that I really would love to go back to, and that had to do with God is in everything, sources in everything. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, right now, especially, there's so many things happening in the world that that would be a challenge for many people to see mm-hmm. the divine in everything. I would love for you to expound on that a little bit. Well, to understand, the most important thing to understand is that we are all one, and that includes our oneness with God. And regardless if there is negativity, what we would call negativity in the world, um, it's just that we don't remember who we are. So we just have to remember who we are. You turn on the light and the darkness goes away. So we may, we may not be liking what's happening in the world, but let's face it, we've created it. God didn't create the negativity. We did. And when we understand that and remember who we are, everything, like I said, you turn on the light, the darkness will go away. The pandemic, for example, this was at a time everyone wanted to be separate from each other. Um, so what did mass consciousness create? We created something that we needed to be six feet apart from each other, put a mask on, stay at home. And we did that. Now, we didn't do it because we, we didn't do it on purpose. We did it by mistake, by default, I'll call it. Um, but we did. But understand that there is, mm, God is within everything and every one. We just have to remember who we are and create as God does. And when we do that, there will be peace on earth. There will be health on earth. There, there will be abundance and everything. Back to the way God intended I appreciate that because we do have this subconscious part of us that is always acting as well. And and that does create our experiences and also the collective experiences like the pandemic that we just went through. You just said uh, something about really seeing ourselves and remembering who we are. So I'm going to go back to my other question, Marie Antoinette, that I asked you before. Um, and that had to do with you painting portraits of individuals um, and, and you painting their eyes and their smiles in a certain way, or even the way that you did these cards, does that shift or is it a way that people are able to see themselves in a way that they have not before? Absolutely. And, and as I said before, that it, it's healing for both me and the person that I'm drawing. Um, one time, a story comes to my mind when I had um, a, a phase where I was just drawing sketches quickly in order to keep my skill and improve the, the ability to see the important details. And my friend called me and said, hey, would you mind using um, one of my friends as a subject? He's in the hospital and he needs to pick me up. And I never met him. He lived uh, several uh, towns away. And um, I said, sure, send me a photo. So she sent me a photo, and I was expecting that to be a quick 30-minute sketch like I do with my graphite sketches, uh, just to get to the essence. And I couldn't get there. I started drawing him, and there was so much um, weight. Like, it's a hard thing to quantify because it's it's a feeling-oriented experience. And that's the the one. When I feel a person uh, keenly, then I can draw them real accurately. Somehow my hand goes right to the features. But I couldn't feel him. And so that became a six-hour experience. I, I, I turned into three, two, three hours. And of course, I was really determined to capture him because once I started, I was like, I am not quitting until I get him on canvas. <laughs> and, and it took six hours. And in that process, I went deep inside his own feelings. And I started feeling that way myself. And I started feeling the burden and the anger and the pain of him. And so that became a whole story. And when I finished his sketch, 
I remember giving it to them, and um, they were mo- he was moved to tears because um, what I had experienced, just in my own inner world capturing him, was also his inner experience, and he wasn't able to share that with people, but it was kind of his life story of how he had been caught in the many personalities and the roles he had to play in the anger of not being fulfilling. And ending up, the, the end of that journey was a connection to his heart and the feeling that he was proud to be who he was. And when I reached that, the light in his eye on the portrait came on and that conveyed to him when he looked at himself the light in his eye in the real world in the hospital bed came on and he said I heard later you know there's more to that story that that I can't uh, fill in now but I heard later that that was a breakthrough for him to really get to his heart and to let people connect with him and share the love so I was really happy that I was able to take that journey with him in an inner way and that he had found his heart through it you know, that just illustrates the interconnection of everything and, and whether it is uh, us as individuals seeing another and helping them see themselves in the way that we see them or whether it is the angels seeing us in the beauty that we are despite our dysfunction or our belief in our our woundedness or brokenness or whatever it is that we think uh, that is in terms of doubt that our willingness to see ourselves through the eyes of another can make all the difference in the world as to how we move forward in life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. You you know, may I add something to that? Yes. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Karen. Um, As I am, I also connect with deceased loved ones. And what happens is after after we leave the physical body, we go through a life review where we're able to see and feel how we've affected each person through their eyes, as if you are the other person. Because in reality, you are, but your body won't be separating you from the other person. So I tell people, I hear this time and time again with the readings, I should have, could have, would have, when they, when I pass, you know, they're able to see through the person, the living loved one's eyes. I tell people, why do we have to wait until it's too late to see through the other person's eyes? Mm. Why don't we do it now and create peace in our lives and in the lives around us as well? Yes, that is so true. That is so true. Mm-hmm. We are getting towards the end of our show, and I just want to take a second to have you each just share one last thing that you'd like to say around the Oracle deck or what you desire for people to experience through this creation. I would say that everyone has angels, and even if you don't believe in the angels, as we said before, just you have everything to gain and nothing to lose by calling upon the angels. Ask them for guidance, and then be patient and wait. Ask for the signs, and I said before, without a doubt signs. It has to be something that normally wouldn't happen, and it will happen, I promise you, and your life will change. Beautiful. Any last words, Marie Antoinette? Um, I would like to add that, as you mentioned before, life can be such a magical journey and that when we have that feeling of stuckness or heaviness, that life is just not that. This angel deck does help you get back into the flow, but to really open up to the curiosity of the flow of what your life can be, use those angels when you need to, get the inspiration, maybe let the pictures speak those thousand words so that you can hear them directly on your own, but but open up to the mystery because it can be quite magical and it's very exciting. 
Open to the mystery. The last card that jumped out as I played with the deck this morning was Divine Perception. The angels are directing you to perceive the situation from a higher state of consciousness. Whatever you focus upon grows, and by perceiving through the eyes of spirit, you will awaken the divine within everyone you encounter as well. You will begin the wonderful ripple effect of people remembering who they really are. Until next week, I want to thank Karen No and Marie Antoinette Kelly for being on 1111 Talk Radio. Until next week, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.